about our sorrow and our heartache. Amen. And I am thankful that we have a God that we're able to call on. And uh, remember, uh, there will be church here this Wednesday night. And uh, so we will be having church, same time, same place. And uh, so remember that Wednesday night. Don't forget our New Year's uh, weekend services. We'll be having church that Sunday morning and Sunday night. And then again that Wednesday night, New Year's Eve. Uh, Brother Marks will be here with us, Brother Cody Marks. And uh, looking forward to that. And uh, that will be Sunday morning, Sunday night, and then Monday night. and fun and then they have a fireworks display for us after that and uh, we're just going to have a great time of fellowship worshiping and praising and magnifying God I don't know uh, uh, of any better way to uh, celebrate the old year going out and the new year coming in than worshiping and praising God somebody being filled with the Holy Ghost hallelujah hallelujah be a safe place to be due to those who celebrate in the wrong way so remember that be inviting people to the house of God uh, for that service I believe that uh, they went out and uh, done some outreach yesterday we do appreciate those who are doing so uh, working with that and uh, by the calling and the outreach that they've done I believe they they said that they have uh, contacted and they have some more flyers on the welcoming desk to get some and pass them out over 600 people that they've contacted through this for these services and uh, thankful for young people and those who are working amen trying to get people to the house of God amen if we believe this message we ought to try to get them to church amen church is what the world needs hallelujah so uh, thankful for that and uh, we want to pray for all of those that when they do come that the Holy Ghost will fall. I don't want it just to be an ordinary service, an ordinary place to go and have fellowship, but it's all about God. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. So remember that, and also uh, we'll be leaving Thursday morning at 7 o'clock, going to Winter Heritage in Dallas. And uh, so all of those who are going will be here at 7 o'clock. And uh, where we can load up and head that direction. And uh, so remember those announcements. I've asked Brother uh, Jeffrey to come and sing a song for us this morning. And that kind of goes along with what I have to preach today. And I'm going to be preaching about needing the Lord. And uh, I, I need the Lord. Every day that I live, I find out that I need Him more than I did yesterday. And I need him more as life goes on. I don't know what people do without God. Amen. So I want Brother Jeffrey to come and sing. I need thee, oh, I need thee every hour. Savior, I come to 
Yes, I need Thee every hour. I need Thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to Thee. I need Thee every hour in joy or in pain. Come quickly and abide. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I need you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I need the Lord today. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Kings chapter number 3, verse number 5. 1 Kings chapter number 3. And uh, we want you to know if you are a guest here today, we're honored that you've come to be with us. We know you could be a lot of different places today, but we are glad that you've chosen First Pentecostal Church in Sealsby. Why don't we all give our guests a hand clap today? <laughs> Amen. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse number 5 reading about Solomon here, and it says, And Gibeah the Lord appeared unto Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he has walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprighteousness of a heart with thee. He had it in his heart. And thou hast kept from him this great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to set on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, Thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give, therefore, thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good 
and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Going back to verse number 7, the scripture says, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. Now we all know that Solomon was a grown man at this time, but he was making his feelings known to God how he felt being in such a high place. I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And then in verse number 7, this is what he asked of the Lord. Give thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? Then the scripture makes reference to the fact of how God felt about what Solomon had asked. And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Lord bless you for standing for the reading of the word of the Lord. You may be seated. This morning what I want to preach about from this subject is just simply, I need thee. Amen. As, as the day grows and the hour gets late, I realize how much that we certainly need the Lord. I don't know how people live without God. I don't know how they, they, uh, they do not live because there is no God. They just have chosen to live their life not consulting God. But there is still a God in the universe that keeps everything under control. And I don't, have, I don't know how people uh, ever, ever live their life this way, not acknowledging that there is a God, that there is someone that's in control, that there is a God that they can turn to in time of trouble, in time of distress, in time of heartache. Because anybody that's lived any length of time knows that there is a very true scripture, many true scriptures in the Word of God, but we have felt this one and the truth of this one over and over again, that man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. There's trouble on every hand. There's problems in the world today. And uh, this, this country is in trouble and turmoil. And if you read the paper or you hear the news, you will find that there's evil on every hand. There's uprisings across the world today. And uh, there's chaos all over the place. And you say, oh, it's been this way since the beginning of time. Yes, there's been trouble. Yes, there's been heartache. Yes, there's been grief. Yes, there's been problems. But I feel like that we are near the coming of the Lord today. Amen. You ready for a real deep statement than we were yesterday? About 24 hours closer today this time than we were yesterday this time. 
And I know that we've heard it time and time again. But if God does not come in our lifetime, if we do not hear the trumpet sound and we all go to meet Him, every one of us is going to meet Him individually. And regardless of that dying day, I need God to live. Amen. People are so concerned about a God when it comes time to die. But I need a God because I'm living. Amen. I need a God that's going to help me. A God that is going to strengthen me. A God that is going to comfort me. A God that is going to be there when I'm in trouble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. There is so many people that, that do not know God and they do not know how to get a hold of God when they need help from the Lord. I was reading a little story I thought kind of neat and, and um, I'll share it with you today. That there was uh, one time there was a preacher that was trapped on an elevator. Now they tell this for a true story, I assume that it is. I assume that that they're not telling us a story story. But um, he was trapped on an elevator with a lot of other people. And the immediate reaction, how I many has ever been on an elevator that kind of, uh, <laughs> uh, we got on one the other day and it went the wrong direction. We was wanting to go up and it went down. When it got down and stopped, the door did not open. I immediately got very concerned. And uh, then I read the deal and it says you must put your room key in the slot and mash the button. After punching every button on there trying to get it to move, I figured out that sometimes reading is necessary. So uh, when they send you to school to teach you how to read, it's very important that you learn. So... Um, You've been on an elevator and it kind of make a bobble and everybody in the elevator, especially when there's a lot of people on there because you get kind of feel like you're shut in and can't breathe and you're just waiting on the door to open. And uh, said their immediate reaction was people was in panic. Oh no, what am I going to do? I'm trapped on the elevator and they could not get out. He said some begin crying out, help, screaming, help me, trying to get somebody to hear them. The others begin to beat on the wall and, and uh, everything that they'd done was not working. They pried the doors and could not get the doors open. And uh, so banging and beating and trying to get people's attention. You know, uh, desperate people do desperate things. In uh, desperate situations. I know people try to be all dignified and we look good in our little suits this morning and, and uh, got our, our hair combed and our face washed and our teeth brushed for this week. And uh, we've all taken our bath for the week and we feel good and look good, but you let us get in trouble, brother. It doesn't matter if your hair's combed. It doesn't matter if you had time to get dressed. It's a, it's what what matters now is I need help. Amen. I need I need somebody to do something. So they all, in their little suits and dignified, begin to be undignified for a little while and banging and trying to get somebody's attention. 
and could not get anyone's attention. The preacher said, it's amazing how the preacher just, but the preacher said he calmly, very calmly stepped. Now, this is what he said. He calmly stepped to the other side of the elevator, looked on the wall and pulled the latch where it says phone. And he took the phone out and when he picked it up, he waited on someone to answer him. The voice said on the other end of the line, is there a problem? And he said, we're trapped in an elevator. Can you get someone to come help us? The response was, I'll be right there. In the midst of the chaos, everybody forgot about the emergency line that was there, that was connected. They were so into being trapped that they forgot the phone link to the security department. We must seek help in life using the connection. Amen. Sometimes we're so excited about life and we're so excited about what is going on and what has taken place till we fail to stay connected to the security line. And that line is Jesus Christ today. Amen. As I live, I find myself needing the Lord. Oh, I don't know about you today, but I want to stay connected to Jesus. I don't want to ever get too far from the Lord that I'm not still connected to Jesus. I don't want to ever get too big in myself to where I feel like I no longer need Him. I can do it without Him. Amen. My mind goes back to the song that says, I can't even walk unless you hold my hand. Amen. Solomon said, I don't know how to go out and I don't know how to come in without the grace and the mercy of God. I don't know what I'm doing without God. Oh, I cry today. I need thee, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 How many times have we gotten on an elevator? Don't even notice the phone line there. Amen. I can remember when I was a little kid, I always wanted to mash the red button. I did a few times. I did it as I grew up and become a teenager. I did it more because my parents wasn't there. Just to see what would happen. See what would, I remember one year at youth camp. We were there, man, we was having a good time. All of a sudden, lights start flashing. Sirens start blowing. We hear, we hear the fire trucks coming. The cop cars coming. One little, one little teenage person had pulled the fire alarm and set off the fire alarm and got everybody out there Everybody coming and everybody in a hurry and nobody knew where to run or what to do. It made church just a little bit exciting. Amen. Sometimes I wish somebody would pull the fire alarm every once in a while and wake everybody up. But so many times we walk by it and don't even notice it. 
Amen, because it's just there everywhere. It's there everywhere we go. You see, you see the exit signs. See the exit signs? You have to point them out because they're just there. We don't really worry about it. But if we were in trouble, if the building caught on fire, we'd want to know where the exit sign was. We'd want to know where the fire escape was. Amen. I think about living at home and, and we don't spend a lot of time discussing about what we do in case of a fire. Amen. But we need to have a plan that this is a way you get out. This is a way that you escape. I want to tell you today, church, if we're not very careful, we get too busy with life and we let the connection that we have with God, amen, become severed because we're too busy with life. But I find today, the longer I live, the more I find out, the more I need God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Solomon, the request of Solomon, the desire of Solomon pleased God so much that he did not offer, he did not ask for gifts which would cause people to think him wise or think him to be something. So many times people have a desire to be something they are not. They oftentimes want to imitate some other great man that they are not called to be. Amen. And they are not qualified to do that work. Amen. Solomon's motive was very unselfish. He did not say God that if you would bless me to be like my daddy. God, if you would help me to be like great King David that was a man after God's own heart. But he realized that God, what I have found out in the short time that I have been king is that I can't do it by myself. Amen. I can't live life without you God amen I know people learn how to live without God amen but the longer I live the more I understand God bless me with your presence God bless me with your spirit God bless me with your power just whatever you do don't leave me alone oh I need thee I need thee, Lord. Amen. As we see Solomon's life, if you are reading this story in the book of 1 Kings chapter 3, you will find that soon after this, his wisdom was put to the test by the ladies that come screaming to him, It's my baby. And there Solomon is. He's told God, I don't know how to go out. And I don't know how to come in, God. And I pray for wisdom. I need thee, O oh God. And so there the task is brought before him 
of making the judgment call of whose child this baby belongs to. Who, who is the mother of this child? And there he's looking at two women that are fighting. And he says, I tell you what, bring me the sword. And then he starts to divide the baby and one screams, no, let her have it. Just whatever you do, don't take the baby's life. And the, the one that said she was the mother, that was not the mother, said, go ahead, divide the child. Neither should have the child. Amen. I want to tell you the wisdom of God in this situation. I tell you today, we're making decisions every day off of the spur of the moment. Amen. That are life-changing decisions. Hear me today, young people, that you are making making decisions today that's going to alter the rest of your life. You need God directing you. You need God helping you. You need God giving you wisdom from heaven. Hallelujah. 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 But oh, I got it under control. Amen. We find in Revelations, the third chapter, the letters, the word of God to the churches. We find one of the most famous churches, Laodicea, in verse number 14 through verse number 17. And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea, write these things saith the Amen. The faithful and true witnesses. The beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. But because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. So many times we preach, so many times we read, and that's where we stop. As a fact that the Laodicea church was kind of in the middle. They were in the tweener stage of life. They didn't know if they felt good or felt bad. Y'all don't forget that. They don't know where they stood. They just thought everything is okay. I'm doing fine. Don't bother me. Don't wake me up. Don't rile me up. Don't get me excited. Leave me the way that I am. And we preach about that. And we talk about that. And we don't want to be cold nor hot. But we want to be on fire for God. Then the scripture said, Because thou sayest, I am rich, and I am increased with goods, and I have need of nothing. I am rich, I am increased with goods, and I have need of nothing 
The scripture said, and thou knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I am rich and increased with goods. Threefold, Laodicea estimates of themselves. Number one, I am rich. Number two, I am increased with goods. And the third thing, I have need of nothing. I'm doing okay. I don't need anything. As Brother Jeffrey gets ready to sing again, believe it or not, I'm almost ready to quit. I have need of nothing. I'm doing okay. Don't shake me. Don't wake me. Don't try to stir me. Don't try to get my attention because I'm doing okay. My bank account is fine. My job security is fine. My home is fine. My family is fine. Don't disturb me. I don't need anything right now. I'm doing good. Everything is well with me. But he said, you know not that you are wretched, that you are poor, that you need more help than what you can understand and what you can see. I need thee, O oh God. My desire is more of God and less of myself. My cry is take everything but give me Jesus. Do we really believe that today? Could we live for the Lord if He took our job? Could we live for the Lord if He took our checkbook? Could we live for the Lord if He took our credit cards? Could we live for God if they repossessed our home? Could we live for God if we lost our automobiles? Could we live for God if we lost our children? Could we live for God if we lost our spouse? Is that really our desire and our cry is take everything but give me Jesus? Take this world, take this worldly possessions but whatever you do, don't take your spirit from me. Or do we have the desire of the Laodicea church that give me everything, give me the blessings of God, give me the grace of God, give me the money, give me the financial status, give me the big church, give me everything, give me the big car, give me a big home, give me health, give me strength, give me all of this and I don't need 
need thee. Oh, I need thee. I need thee. Oh, God, I need thee. More than my health. I need you. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Solomon's cry was more than the riches of this kingdom. I need you more than anything. More than my nice chariot. I need you, God. More than anything. I wonder today, is it lip service that we give to God? Or do we really feel that? And we really have that burning desire down in our heart, in our soul, in our spirit. Like Brother McDaniels was teaching this morning, it's got to be in your heart. Because if it's part of you, if it's part of your makeup, that problems won't take God's spirit from you. Amen. Trouble won't take God's spirit from you. God, if I never see another dime in my life. I love, I, I, I love the things that God has blessed me with. God has blessed me. With a wonderful wife, a wonderful family. God has blessed me financially. God has blessed me health-wise. The health of my family. The health of my own body. But sometimes God's things that He blesses us with becomes more important than the presence of God. Oh, my cry today, church, is I need Thee more than I need a house. I need Thee more than I need a family. I need Thee more than I need a job. God, don't take Your presence from me. More than pleasure. Oh God, I need Thee. As they would play, get ready to sing this morning. These altars is open. Amen. If you want to cry out to God today, if you just want to make your way to this front, lift up holy hands unto God. Make new commitments and new desires and new determinations toward God. God, I need Thee more than anything else in life. You are the most important thing. Oh, I need Thee. Every hour, oh God, I need thee. Solomon, your king, 
Solomon, you are the man. Solomon, you are in control. But Solomon's reply was, God, if you're going to give me anything, bless me with your presence. Bless me, God, with your presence. Oh, God, when I look at myself, I have a need of thee, O oh Lord. I have a desire, God, for your presence. God, as you look at this church today, God, we need you more today. God, our desire is don't take your spirit from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody reach out to the Lord today. Come on, men. We need God. Come on, men. We need God to lead our families. Come on, men. We need the help and the grace of God to be the spiritual leaders that we need to be. Come on, ladies. We can't make it without God. You can't make it without God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, men. Could there be a cry that goes forth from you today? I need thee, God. Oh, I need thee, Holy Ghost. I need thee, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. God, I need you today. Hallelujah. I need you today, Jesus. Oh, I can't fix the problem today, God. I need you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. As much as we like to think sometimes we've got it under control. Our world can turn upside down in a matter of moments. And God, we realize I need you. I need your help. I need you leading me. I need you guiding me and directing me. Hallelujah. Oh, I need you, Holy Ghost. Let me tell you today, if you don't know God in the power of the Holy Ghost, if you've never repented of your sins, if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus in a watery grave, if you've never been filled with the precious Spirit of God, which is the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance, you need God today. You need Him. You need Him in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need thee, Lord. I need thee, oh God. I need thee, oh God. 
Hallelujah. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Why don't we all stand and sing it from our hearts right now? Oh, I need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let your voice be heard right now. I need the from your heart today oh I need thee Jesus if that's your cry sing it today Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. That is my testimony today. God, if I have to give up things, take everything, but I've got to have your spirit, Lord. Don't let anything cut the communication line between you and God. Amen. Where that phone says emergency, I'm glad God's always on the emergency line. How many has ever used that emergency hotline? Can you imagine picking up and it being dead? Where are you at, God? Oh, I need you, Jesus! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. To our guests again, we're honored that you've come to be with us. Lord bless you. Good to see Brother, I believe I see Brother Rick's dad here. Yes, sir, glad to have him in church today. And uh, everyone else, Lord bless you, all the home folks. It's always good to see you. Glad that you're here today. And I was going to make mention too, before I preached and for, forgot about it, but uh, we are working on the project with our sign and uh, talked to the guy this week. And supposedly they will have a uh, sign here for us to demo over New Year's weekend. So we'll have it out here in the yard. It's on a trailer and we'll get to see some, something about what it's going to do. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, that should be in the making after the first of the year. So Lord bless you. Appreciate everyone working so hard. We do have a few turkeys. I don't know how many is left over there. I had some in the freezer. And uh, so, so if you can sell those. They, I, I started out with about 40, and I'm not sure how many is left in there because I've told a bunch of people to get them. So 
get rid of them, whatever you can do. Lord bless you. You can, Evidently, we cooked over a thousand, evidently. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.